Thank you for visiting the MediOps Show, brought to you by the Medical Logistics and Transportation Organization, MediOps. I'm your host, Ryland Stone. Today we are speaking with Rafael Lopez and Andres Scheffler of Diagnosticare, a Mexico-based health and wellness services platform that utilizes cutting-edge technology to provide personalized, patient-centric healthcare. Since their founding in 2019, they have become Mexico's leading online platform for primary care. This organization has won a number of awards, and you can hear in both Rafael and Andres' voice how passionate they are about increasing access to care. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Rafael, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me here, Ryland. Yeah, it's so a pleasure. We'll, we'll kind of jump right into it. I'm really excited to hear about your company. We're live at Health 2023, uh, but let's, let's go back in time. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, you guys flew all the way up here from Mexico, so give me some, some background. Sure, uh, so I train as a systems engineer. I've always been passionate about uh, how technology can actually solve uh, our problems in, in life in any single aspect or sector. Uh, funnily, my brother, who happens to be the other uh, co-founder, uh, he trained as a physician. He's a, he's a surgeon uh, in Mexico. We come from a family with a background of uh, either engineers or uh, doctors in the family. So it was uh, 2017, maybe even earlier, that we both decided we wanted to blend our experiences and uh, kind of like merge uh, what we both enjoy and our passions into a solution that could actually have an impact in uh, thousands if not millions of people uh, back in Mexico. Okay, so what was the problem that you identified uh, before you started this company? You're, you're in all that realm of healthcare, what did you see? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, Mexico is a 120 million uh, people country it's not free from, uh, I mean, the challenges and situations that you would face in any other emerging market. Uh, access to care remains uh, a big issue to solve. Uh, there's over one third of that population, you're talking about 40 million people lacking any sort of uh, private or public uh, healthcare access mm. uh, to basic services. No wonder why out-of-pocket expenses in the country are amongst the highest in the wow. region meaning people have to pay cash from their own money to get just basic uh, services like uh, clinical visits, lab tests, even medications. So there's a huge opportunity in terms of uh, making low-cost, high-quality, affordable service for uh, people in the country, but with a strong focus on preventative care and healthcare promotion. Sadly, uh, chronic diseases remain on the rise in, mm. in Mexico. It's estimated that around 75% of the people in the country is either uh, facing obesity issues or even pre-diabetic conditions. So there's a lot to be done, not only in providing care, but ensuring people are aware of how to remain healthy and help them uh, live healthier lives no? with the means that they, that they have. Yeah, for so sure. that's what we saw, and then we said there's definitely a massive opportunity on, uh, and it's a, it's a cliche word, but disrupting the uh, the landscape, no? Okay, so now you, you have all that background. What did you start? Yeah, so we said, okay, let's let's build, uh, I mean, beyond building an app or beyond, beyond building a platform, we actually wanted to go above and beyond and said, let's build a healthcare model, uh, that leverages technology, AI, analytics, uh, I mean, a clinical uh, setting as well and strong clinical uh, background to make sure it's uh, 
confident and trustworthy for patients to deliver, just as I said, uh, care, mostly on a virtual setting, uh, in a super cost-efficient, yet high-quality way. So we've built, I mean, it's a model in the form of a healthcare platform for uh, primary care services. Okay. And we provide a wider range of uh, primary care services to our patients from the, I mean, starting off with a, being able to speak to a clinician, get mental health support, uh, get well-being and nutrition uh, support as well, and also a lot of uh, preventative care guidance and coaching to keep them engaged into their health and, uh, yeah, effectively accompanying them throughout their whole uh, care journey uh, in, a, in any single year. So, yeah, you guys are tackling everything. You're, you're really going after a, yeah, a pretty we, big market. We're confident and very, uh, I mean, with this strong approach that primary care should be the uh, entry point for any care uh, setting or any healthcare model. So, I mean, just as the WHO and other um, healthcare organisms uh, always typically say, if you have a strong primary care that you invest in and you have a strong focus on healthcare prevention and promotion, then you're effectively solving from 80 to 90% of uh, yeah. humans' uh, healthcare issues throughout their lives, and then just leaving the other remaining 10% for more sophisticated or complex conditions. So that's where we're focusing our efforts and developments, yeah. Very exciting. So are you, are you guys directly providing the care? Are you a primary clinic? So it's a mix. It's an interesting question. We have a, a clinical staff in-house that provides the first uh, point of care to our patients. And this is a mix of clinicians from uh, GPs, uh, mental health specialists, psychologists, nutritionists, even occupational health specialists that are the first front line for our uh, patients. But then we also have a standardized referral process and method in which we can actually, uh, I mean, point patients into other sort of uh, services or, or uh, facilities, the likes of uh, lab testing or even specialty care as well. Okay. So it's a, it's a mix of uh, components, yes. And then you're optimizing all of those systems with the help of technology. That's right. So each patient that uh, engages with us has to go through a, a very I mean, friendly yet comprehensive uh, health creation profile in which we collect key data from, from this patient to understand who they are, how can we serve them better, get to know a bit more about their previous health care conditions. Then this uh, somehow ends into a health profile, risk profile that we have for each patient. And within uh, our database and the help of technology, and the platform that we've built, we're able to suggest uh, what's the right approach or program for this patient to engage with uh, in order for us to not only be there when the patients are sick, but also try to, I mean, incentivize and promote a healthier uh, path, just as I said, throughout any given year uh, that this patient might need or not need uh, speaking to a doctor. We want to be there for them a long, a long time. Very, very interesting. What's your guys's, I guess, core purpose or mission statement, uh, uh, something like that, for your market or, or what you guys are trying to achieve? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's it's a simple yet uh, strong one, which is how can we uh, 
make healthcare way more accessible uh, for people. Again, back, back to the point that this remains a big challenge and an issue yet to be solved in a country like Mexico and it's no different in other Latin American countries. For us it's about how do we make sure most of the people can actually access our services just with their phone, through their employers, through other uh, third-party services. Uh, Mexico is a country with over 90% of smartphone penetration, which is good for us because that way you're ensuring uh, you have an easier uh, way to access uh, people and make sure that they can engage in our solutions. So that's definitely our number one uh, objective. Uh, I would say alongside raising awareness on how preventative care uh, is the way to go. It's way easier to invest in prevention and way cheaper as well than being chasing uh, the illnesses or the chronic conditions once they've developed, no? For sure. Okay. Well, I, uh, Andres is one of your other team members here. He's just been sitting quietly while we've been chatting. Uh, but Andres, do you want to, we can hand the mic over and you want to give a little bit more background on the, like your, your revenue models, um, how you are acquiring customers, and then also how are you guys making money? Okay. So, well, my background is I'm a people's person. So I'm the business developer and commercial right now of Diagnosticer. So first of all, the market in Mexico um, is still validating because um, as different in the United States, uh, Mexicans don't really trust in the digital. Uh, Very interesting. Yeah, but after COVID, all that taboo kind of um, started to end. Yeah, they, they were more comfortable with digital after that massive shift, that inflection point. Yeah, and we saw that in the in the in the interest of the clients. We sell B two B. Okay. Right now, uh, the focus is to, uh, to the enterprises and big companies and the insurance companies. And uh, sorry. I just lost oh, myself. He always do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we have three models of revenue. The we want to penetrate the insurance enterprises and channel partners. Okay. The channel partners are like making deals with pharmacies, hospitals, that they can sell our product and, okay. and get revenue as well as us. And you'll just you're like an extension of their team almost. Yeah for that primary care. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And, and we want to enter the government as well because the public system is, they have a lot of, of people to attend and they don't don't give the, the numbers to take. They, they are not efficient. Gotcha. So with our platform and with the, the, prim, the primary care, uh, we can help them to be more efficient and to, uh, separate the, the differences of the levels of, of, of the curve. No? Yeah, no, I think you guys are doing really great work, especially in an emerging market that seems wildly untapped for healthcare. So I think it's really cool to see what you guys are doing. And I think you have had a lot of traction to date. 
as you both look out over the next five years, is your main goal scale? And I don't know if uh, Andres, if that's the uh, answer for you or Rafael, um, but what are your next steps over the next five years? Yeah, definitely. So uh, there's opportunities for us to move down into uh, South America, either with some of our current clients and new clients that we've been uh, prospecting and obviously finding a way as to how we can leverage what we've built in Mexico and then uh, take it down in the region, which is always uh, an interesting approach. However, and just as Andres was mentioning, the market is just picking up in terms of uh, needing these sort of uh, solutions, both from a, a payer side, like insurance companies, or even employers, which uh, we typically work with. Uh, so I guess, I mean, the next year, year and a half for us will be still focused on uh, penetrating uh, the Mexican market while keeping a close eye on how we can start uh, maybe rolling out part of our solution into other uh, key players in the region. Uh, and it's obviously about scale. No, we have, we have uh, at the moment over 200,000 uh, people under coverage but if you think that there's uh, at least 40 to 50 million people in the country needing any sort of uh, basic access to care then the opportunity remains massive even if we've only stayed in the in Mexico no yeah so, I mean if you have your scale now and you said 40 million yeah I mean the the uh, stats around the amount of people lacking or needing uh, basic care services sums up to 40 even 50 million people so yeah very that's impressive. the size of the uk almost no? yeah for any entrepreneurs that are listening what would be your advice to them if they wanted to enter mexico as a market yeah that's a good question i think mexico i mean has a lot of uh challenges in different sectors obviously those challenges can easily be turned into opportunities uh, but i guess it comes down to understanding the culture the obviously the regulatory landscape as well which is quite particular compared to to how business is done in other in other markets uh, but I guess a key topic would be you need to understand the culture and how people do business in Mexico it's a very uh, how can I explain relationship driven gotcha type of uh, dynamic no you need to uh, build rapport and you need to build uh, confidence and, and trustworthy in the other uh, party before actually expecting to move into a business transaction no as opposed to you I mean as opposed to how it would be maybe in other uh, economies that are much more transactional driven so that's key point number one I mean understand the landscape understand the market and understand who your buyer or your customer might be mm. because it might take a while before you actually uh, close a, a deal. Uh, but if you nail it and if you find the right problem to solve and you create that rapport and that uh, trust in your other party, then there's opportunities for success, of, of course. No? Great advice. How has Health uh, 2023 been treating you guys? I mean, it's been amazing. It's our second year here. Uh, lots of things going on, as always. Happy to catch up and connect with business partners, investors, uh, that sometimes you only have this, this time in the year to, to catch up in person. Uh, it's always mind-blowing not to see everything that's uh, going on and 
super excited to be back home and, and get things uh, moving and, and I mean re-engaging with uh, all the uh, interesting partnership opportunities and connections that we've uh, constantly been making here. It's very, very exciting. I'll definitely be watching your guys' journey as you continue to scale. Uh, really fascinating and super exciting to watch. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks if for having us, uh, Ryland. If anyone uh, connect with you guys, where could they find uh, more about Diagnostic Care? You can find us uh, on internet, LinkedIn, on Startup Health, uh, Portfolio, Builders Portfolio, Plug and Play. Great. What else, Rafa? Yeah, I think, I mean, just uh, Diagnosticer as it's uh, spelled, that's that's how we are on every uh, sing, uh, social media channel. Uh, and yeah, I'm happy to, happy to connect with anyone who's interested on learning more. Great, and we'll link both of your guys' uh, LinkedIn's in the description of the, the episode as well as uh, a link to Diagnostic Care itself. Uh, thank you so much again. Appreciate the time. Mm-hmm.